Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Hi, and welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. My name is Jonathan Messenger, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Bebop Robomogo Wanatron. Okay, Jonathan, it's Wednesday. Is the episode up? Well, we're recording the episode right now, Bebop. We are? Why didn't you tell me? I didn't think you needed me to tell you since we're sitting in our studio with microphones on, headphones on, and we're talking to each other. And I just said, welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. Oh, I don't listen to you. So, are you ready to do the show? I haven't even done my vocal warm-ups yet. Oh no, not your vocal warm-ups. You're supposed to go outside to do those. No time, Jonathan. Besides, whenever I go outside, I end up scaring a bunch of birds. Okay, so when I do vocal warm-ups, I usually say something like, Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Or, Porcupine Pokemon, Porcupine Pokemon. You Remember that one? Yeah, I remember that one. That's what you say. I say, That is hard on the ears, Bebop. Why don't you try She Sells Seashells by the Seashore? Why don't you try Uh, I don't know if I can make those noises. Okay, all right, that's enough. Let's hop into the story, shall we? If you remember what happened way back in the last episode, Finn's mother, Captain Caspian, back in the past, had just discovered that he's there on the mining planet of Mycorsa with her. But she's not sure if she believes that he's her son from the future. What happens next? Find out in The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, Season 6, Episode 10, Everything Falls Apart. Ish. I'm your son, Finn, said Finn. What? said Captain Caspian. Juliana brought me back here from the future to help. What? said Captain Caspian and Bunce. Oh, no. Finn, said Juliana. If everyone can see you now... Yeah, said Finn. I'm stuck here. I can't go back to the future. What? said Captain Caspian and Bunce. Look, we only have like three hours before my entire planet explodes, so could you please keep the family drama to a minimum? said the bird. What? said everyone. Yep, said the bird. I know I said we had a day or whatever, but our use of the magnet cannons to toss around your ship has really, 
really destabilize things. Oh, who cares about this little bird and his ridiculous planet? What even is this place? Said Bunce. Welcome to the land of Mycorsa, a mining planet. Okay, no, we don't have time for the history of the planet. Thanks, Birdie, but we gotta go fast, said Finn. I don't know what's going on here or how you got a Marlowe spacesuit, said Captain Caspian, pointing to Finn. And I'm sorry to break it to you, but I do not have a son. You do, said Finn. You just don't have one yet. I'm from the future. My name is Finn. Finn, said Captain Caspian. Impossible. I don't think so. I've had a list of baby names in my head for years now, and Finn isn't even on it. Really? said Finn. Then what names are on the list? I don't know. Angus, said Captain Caspian. Anglebert? Bertangle? Bertangle? said Finn. That's not a name. This is crazy. See, Juliana, I knew something terrible would happen if I met my mom in the past. Listen, said Juliana. That is Finn. He is Captain Caspian's son from the future. I know that sounds crazy, and it is, but it is the truth. I haven't been wrong about anything so far, have I? I brought him back because I knew he could help with getting ice for the battery. In the future, he's an explorer with a bunch of his friends who all live on the Marlow. Now, if we want to live long enough to get to that future, a.k.a. not get blown up on this planet... The Great Land of Mycorsa. Right, the Great Land of Mycorsa, thank you. Then we need to do what the Marlow does in the future, which is help all the aliens they encounter. We need to fix this planet. So what are we supposed to do, get a team of engineers down here? Said Bunce. We can't risk everyone on the space station for this one little bird. If Elias was here, he'd know how to fix it, said Finn. Um, about that, said Juliana. He kind of is. What? said Finn. Where? He's standing right next to you. He's like you were before. Only I can see and hear him. Finn stretched out both of his arms beside him. Elias says, get your arm out of his collarbone, please, said Juliana. Finn laughed. This is great! Elias is here! Even if I can't see him, Elias can fix anything. Who is Elias? said Captain Caspian. He's Lieutenant Carreras' son, said Finn. You'd like him, or you actually do really like him. But, you know, years from now. Okay, I, I don't understand any of this said Captain Caspian, and all I want is to get my crew out of here safely. Can this Elias help make that happen? Yes, said Finn. Elias is a genius engineer, and if you could see him right now, you'd see that he is probably blushing like crazy after I said that. Okay, Bird, said Finn. This is an engineering problem, right? You said that the planet destabilized because you mined too much from it. So all we have to do is... Hey, said Finn, turn off the magnet cannons. That wasn't a magnet cannon. Something hot and fast zipped over the head of Bunce. What is that? said Finn. That is why the planet is about to explode, said the bird. Finn and the others ducked for cover except there was nowhere to duck because whatever was firing at them, it was coming from out of the ground. What is happening right now? 
said Finn. The golden garg is angry, and it will soon be free, said the bird. Okay, you can't say the golden garg is angry and expect us all to know what that means, said Finn. What's a golden garg? At the dawn of my Corsa, a great creature made of the purest gold surrounded herself. Something rocketed out of the ground and came so close to hitting Bunce that it knocked him off his feet. Stip the mythology, birdie, cried Bunce. Just give us the straight facts. Right, said the bird. There's a giant metal monster in the center of the planet. It made our planet. We ruined it by stripping the planet. And now it's clawing its way out of the center of the planet. And when it does, the whole planet will blow up. And what are those? said Captain Caspian. Those are potatoes, said the bird. You never seen a potato before? The garg is made of nearly molten gold, so when it gets angry, it grabs a potato that grows underground and it throws it at us. But because it's made of molten gold, the potato heats up really fast. Are you saying we're almost dying by hot potatoes? said Finn. Yes, I thought I made that clear. Another potato pierced the surface and shot off like a flaming rocket. The planet wobbled like crazy. We need to stop this, said Finn. I need to go down there and face the garg. No, said Captain Caspian. If you really are my son, I can't have you going down there and getting roasted like those space potatoes. Elias? Finn turned to his right. Any ideas? He says you're the one who usually handles the monsters, said Juliana. Yeah, said Finn but you're the one who figures out engineering problems. Yeah, said Juliana. He says it isn't an engineering problem. It's a monster problem. It is too an engineering problem, said Finn. No, it isn't, he says, said Juliana. Yeah, huh, said Finn. Nuh-uh, he says, said Juliana. Forget it, said Finn. I'm just going to go down there. Yeah, says Elias, said Juliana. Great idea. Why don't we shoot you down there with a magnet cannon? Wait, that's it. What's it, said Finn. Elias says it is an engineering problem. The miners strip the planet, right? There aren't those layers and layers and layers of crust to keep the garg in the center of the planet. He can now climb out. The planet needs to be restored, and the magnet cannons are the only way. A hot potato zipped out of the ground right next to Finn. You okay, Elias? said Finn. He's fine, said Juliana. The potato passed right through him. He can't get hurt, yet. A hot potato ricocheted off the explorer pod. Okay, Elias says he has it figured out. If we can aim the magnet cannons inward, we may be able to compress the metal that's in the rock still. We'll basically be squeezing all of the rock that's still in the planet, creating a thick layer around the garg, keeping him in the core of the planet. He also says doing this should restore some balance to the planet and stop it from wobbling. You want me to fire my own planet's defenses at my planet? We don't want you to, said Bunce. The invisible boy engineer does. Okay, said the bird. I'll do it because the invisible boy said so. Not the guy with a bad mustache. Hey, said Bunce. The bird disappeared back into the planet, and before long, all of the magnet cannons bent and aimed at the surface of the planet like fingers making a fist. Um, this maybe wasn't a great idea, said Captain Caspian. But before she could stop it, 
The mannequin's all fired. planet bounced and wobbled. The Marlow astronauts were all thrown to the ground. The explorer pod bounced and rolled. But then suddenly, the planet stopped wobbling. The cannons shut down. The hatch in the ground opened, and out came the canary. It worked! I can't believe it! It worked! The cannons squeezed so many layers of the planet together that the garg is sealed back in the core. And look what else it did. The bird opened its beak, and out tumbled a shimmering, sparkling diamond. All of that pressure created these amazing jewels. Who knows what else is down there? Incredible, said Finn. Elias, I'm so glad you're here. Or, you know, I'm so glad you're sort of here. He says he's glad too, said Juliana. Or, he sort of is, too. Great, said Bunce. So now that we've fixed your little planet, there's the matter of our payment. Payment, said Captain Caspian. That's right, said Bunce. If we're going to be saving little feathery behinds all across the universe, we certainly should be paid for our trouble. But we're a peaceful ship, said Captain Caspian. We should be helping wherever we can. Ah, you've always been weak, said Bunce. Maybe we shouldn't even take a payment. Maybe we should just take over this whole planet. Look, it's filled with diamonds. No, said Captain Caspian. That is not what we're out here for. We're looking for a planet where humans could live. And if we can help along the way, all the better. Yes, all the better, said Bunce. All the better to take over this planet and maybe even a... A hot potato zoomed out of the surface and hit Bunce on the helmet. He toppled over, knocked out cold. Come on said the captain. We should go. We could talk about this back on the Marlow. Wow, said Juliana. Your mom sure doesn't like to listen to my dad. Yeah, said Finn. Well, if your dad wasn't always trying to conquer everything, then they probably wouldn't argue. Well, my dad just sees the potential in things, said Juliana. Your dad is a bad guy, Juliana, said Finn. He's just ambitious, said Juliana. Juliana and Finn stared into each other's eyes. He's more than that, said Finn. Well, I agree with him, said Juliana. Maybe we should be conquering planets. Maybe you're too soft to see the potential. Hey, come on, said Finn. I thought we were friends. I thought we were too, said Juliana. But maybe Bunces and Caspians weren't made to be friends. And maybe you should just go home. All right, I am here with my son and editor, young Griffin Messenger. Say hi to everybody, Griff. Hi, hi. Hey. No! <laughs> and so I say son and editor, Griffin, but this season you're kind of turning into co-writer with me. Yeah. We just sat down and had a long... A lot of times people call it breaking story, which means that you know what you want to happen in a story, but you don't know exactly how to get there. And Griff, you and I just sat down and talked it out, right? Yeah. And the cool thing about it is that when you do that, it means that I get your ideas, you get my ideas, and we can just, there's no bad ideas. 
and we can just kind of grow our ideas off of each other's, right? Yeah. And it's kind of hard to say, do you have any questions about this episode? Because you kind of co-wrote the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what do you think about Bunce and Captain Caspian at the end? How, you know, Bunce is getting a little greedy maybe and Captain Caspian is sort of seeing the potential of the Explorers program. Um, I think it's kind of crazy because, well, I thought it would happen a lot, a lot later in like in time. Yeah. So... I was just like, okay, what is even going on? And if they're starting to divide now, what? when does it come to the planet with those lizard thingies? Yeah, well, you know, the seed is planted, right? This is just like the first seed being planted. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're going to divide tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But it is the beginning. We can see the beginning of that, what we learned in the very first season about why Bunce left the Marlowe, we see the very beginning of that right now, right? Right. And so the question is, will this affect Finn and Juliana's friendship? I know. So, like, their parents are dividing, so they're not really going to see each other. But if Finn goes back to the future, he might see Juliana. Well, yeah, and it's not, it's not just about not seeing each other, but sometimes it's hard when you believe something and someone else believes something it's sometimes hard to maintain that friendship, but we'll see what happens. I honestly think Bunch is just to divide them tomorrow. Oh, well, we'll see. And and also, you mentioned Juliana in the future, but we haven't seen Juliana in the, the present day and what we know of as the storyline, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, like, for some reason, she's on some planet, and when they get back, they, they tell them about it, and then they look for Juliana. What you just heard was a whole lot of beeps because Griffin just let out a bunch of spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so we are not going to play that. <laughs> we are going to play that on a bloopers episode, maybe? <laughs> Spoiler club episode. All right, Griffin. Well, I think that's all the discussion we need to have. Otherwise, yeah. we've got to bleep more stuff out. <laughs> yeah. So what time do you think it is? Jart time. Jart time. All right, we want to say thank you to Gabriel and Charlotte from Denver, Colorado, our pal Hazel, Lucas, who's six, from Germany, Rowan, who's nine, and Liam, who's seven, from Hudson, New York, Jasmine, who's six, from Washington, D.C., Odin, who's seven, from Portland, Oregon, Lexa, who's nine, and Timmy, who's 11, from Sabino, Texas, Micah, who's eight, and Jonah, who's six, Linus, who's four, from Ann Arbor, Michigan, and Andrew, who's nine, and Clara, who's seven, and Ainsley, who's seven, from Port Coquitlam, British Columbia. All right. Thank you so much to all of our amazing artists. And now, Griffin, it is joke time. Aoki time. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> all right. Let's hear some jokes. First up is our pal Asher from Houston, Texas. What is a snake that's round with beams? The sun. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you, Asher. And now our pal Charlotte has a joke. Hi, I'm Charlotte from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, and here's my joke. What is salsa for aliens? Saturn sauce. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you so much, Charlotte and Asher. All right, everybody, I think that's it. Um, Griff, if there's nothing else, you want to say bye? Bye. Bye 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 bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye 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 bye. Everybody.
All right. Thanks so much for coming back and having some more fun with us this week. Thank you for your jokes. Thank you for your art. Thank you for your sounds. No thanks for the pranks. As always, we are back on schedule here. Really excited to keep churning out some fun episodes for you that Griffin and I are working on together. The Alien Adventures of Fincast means a Gen Z Kids production written and produced by Jonathan Messenger, edited and guided by Griffin Messenger, with special thanks to Maria Villanueva. Emerson Messenger is our intern. The music you hear at the beginning and end of every show is by Mark Eberg, recently voted the nicest human in the multiverse. Our cover art is by Sir Ian Dingman. And for more great podcasts for your whole family, go to bestrobotever.com. To support the show, go to patreon.com slash fincaspian. And we will see you next week. And next week, I will reveal the answer to my riddle. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.